You are listening to the Designated Driver Podcast. I'm your sober host, Emily, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about sex. It is going to be one of two parts, and in this episode, we're talking about body parts. So, pour yourself a cold one, and make sure the kids are in bed. A is for alcohol, and B is for the blood you stole, and C is for the church I built for you. I worship you all over town, and I finally set my temple down, and you swapped in and desecrated all. Okay. Oh, hello everybody. My name's Curtis. And my dick hurts. What's up, Jim? So let's get started here. I have a lot of people with me today. There are 10 of us. So let's see who's here. We have two new people. So Curtis, Hmm? what are you drinking? Me? I am one of the sober ones tonight. I'm drinking some Starbucks shit in a can. So he's just going to get hyper. Oh yeah. Trying to stay awake. That's not true. So, do you have any interesting stories to tell, very briefly, about either just sex in general? Um, I like the sound of queefs. They are very funny. Oh my god! They are very funny. Very, very funny. I laugh very hard when I hear them. (laughs) So, for those who you don't know, who don't know, a queef is... (laughs) <laughs> it is. It is a. Um, it is a don't don't say it, Curtis. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I I know it's, how you're gonna phrase this. It's when this. like some excess air comes out comes out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the front butt. There you go. It's a lot All better right. than I thought he was gonna do. Nope. <laughs> so Curtis, what do you like so much about the sound? <laughs> because it sounds like it sounds like it's saying I'm free. Like it's. <laughs> That's what relationships are for. Yep. He's like back spit into that so many times. <laughs> oh, from why laughing. you have to tell me? Why did you have to tell me? Multiple times with snot. Oh. She, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> she gotta get Listen, some kind of body fluid in her. I'm sure she swallowed plenty of <laughs> spit. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Wow. So do uh, you have any interesting stories or notes about sex? I'm missing a uterus. Okay. By choice. By choice. A uterus, So Jen, what happened to your uterus and why? To quote my doctor, it was full of just so many fibroids. And when your doctor can't give something a number, it's terrifying. There was just so many. I thought you were raising your hand. Oh, you're raising your hand. Did he say it like Donald Trump too? 
There's just so many fibroids in there. So many. What's she a fibroid? Did not. A fibroid is Fibroids. a non-cancerous tumor. I had tons of little tumors in my uterus and minor endometriosis. So now it's gone. It's gone somewhere. I don't know. They, I wonder what they did with it. Why didn't you put it in a drawer? I wanted it oh, so did badly. Did you ask them? No, I woke up. That's the like, first thing I asked mom. I was like, where is it? <laughs> And she was like, it's... I feel like that's the first thing. Like, you go in, like, I want to put it in the jar after. Thank you. My sister. And then you, put you, under, then you wake up and you take the jar home. My sister got a hysterectomy for the exact same reason, except she lost one of her, um, oh, the other ovary. That's what I was going for. Oh. One of her ovaries as well. Damn and she got goodness. to take a picture of hers, or her doctor took a picture. I mean, somebody took a picture of it. Did oh. she overreact? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> the beat of silence. I forgot how bad it was to be on here with you. <laughs> so no pictures, no jars. No, of weird I, stuff. I was gonna. I forgot to bring it, but there's a delightful description of it because they tested it for to see if it was cancerous. Thankfully, it wasn't. And it's like this description. It's like your uterus is this big and it's this color. And I was like, wow. What color was it? It was like purplish gray is how it was described. Ew. And I don't know if that's like <laughs> preservative or if that's what it is. I don't know. The amount of people that just backed away from the table at that. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm it's intrigued. unfortunate. You didn't get to keep it. I know. I, yeah, no. I, I think like a jarred uterus is a lot of like arcane material. <laughs> you know, it's like... I don't think that they let you do that stuff anymore. Probably not. That's unfortunate. It depends. Probably the health I know that there are some things that if you get like a bone removed, they'll give you the bone back. What? what? I know they yeah. do tonsils soon, right? <laughs> and I my uncle has both of his dogs' <laughs> testicles in jars, so. Wait, wait, what? The what? Fuck? That's a different process, though. <laughs> that's, a yeah, different, different. that's a different podcast. Yes. Okay, Mason. Yo. What are you drinking? I'm drinking my Jack, Jack Daniels. Honey and Coke. And spit. Right. And spit. <laughs> because... We already talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Update, Jen has got her own cup. Yes. <laughs> Jen has got her own cup now because apparently I almost puked already because Curtis. Yes, great. Thanks, man. All right, would you like to share something? Uh, the one that's to my right took my virginity and also I don't have to worry about uh, and pulling out anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Congratulations! He's gonna leave it in, baby. Oh. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I said, yeah, because you're not putting anything in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even have sex in for another, like, two weeks anyway. Actually, yeah, it's true. So but It wasn't short, sweet, and to the point. <laughs> but it will be. Well, Can you also, I just want to point out that everybody who listens to our podcast regularly already knows that Jen took your virginity. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it on, like, every episode yeah. we were together. <laughs> I also want to point out that Chelsea's having like little brother syndrome right now where she's yeah, really just uh, la, not want to be here. Speaking what? of Chelsea, let's move on. Hi. Ooh. Hi, Chelsea. What's up? What are you drinking? Angry Orchard and Screwdrivers. Screwdrivers, go figure. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's a staple. Yeah, that's true. They're good. So, is there anything you would like to share? I, I had a story. I had a story. <laughs> then we had queefs, hysterectomies, and... <laughs> Mason's, I can't. Mason's now non-existent pull-out game. Oh, God. I just, I can't. Just, I like the double entendre. So now you can't tell your story. No, I don't remember. It's gone. It's totally gone. Just make one up. Okay. Baseball bat. Oh, no, we're not going to talk about the baseball bat. Where did it go? Well, no, it was a guy who had a 
dick the size of a baseball. Anyways. What? Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was. It sounds like we're talking about like, anyway. Continue. Did you call him little slugger? Like length, <laughs> like length or girth? Girth. Because length is terrifying. It was the business high. end of a baseball bat. Okay. The business end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. It was. A, it was a weird encounter. Was it a home run? <laughs> so was it like? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Motherfucker howled when he came. No, like legitimately like werewolf howled. I was like, get off of me. (laughs) Yeah, anyways. Okay, yeah, that's my story. Okay. (laughs) Wow, thank you. Alright, Jake. Hey, I'm Jake. Jake (laughs) Jake What are you wearing, Jake? Khakis. (laughs) He sounds hideous. Well, he's a guy, so Or as you know. <laughs> also, he's a liar. He's wearing jeans. As if you couldn't tell from the voice. You didn't call me out like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake is new. You've not heard from him before. Um, is there anything you'd like to share about yourself? Uh, not really. You broke your arm. <laughs> it's not my arm. I, don't I have. Know. I think I have a torn labrum. I'm getting an MRA on uh, Tuesday. But. I hope that goes better. <clears throat> me too. So, what do you like? What do I like? Sex. That's always really nice. I like Oreos and pussy. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I play D and D and a bunch of nerd shit. So whatever. sounds like the rest of us. Yeah, pretty Surprise. much. <laughs> All right. So, do you, is there any sex-related thing you want to share? Did you have an encounter with a baseball bat? <laughs> no, but my girlfriend currently. Um, the first time that we did it, almost made me stop because she was like, "Wait." Is there more? <laughs> Ooh. Wait, what? Oh my god! <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, like she was like, "That's dick too." I'm about to Billy Maze this. <laughs> like it was amazing. She Big almost had slimes. to make me stop because she was like, "Okay, like you're in. You're gonna keep going." <laughs> Wait, had she never had sex before? No, she had. Just the tip? Just, just apparently, I'm a little more than average, uh, and she was quite surprised. Apparently, okay. he's not a one-pump chump, is what you're saying. <laughs> he's not... <laughs> gotcha. Right at the beginning of sex. One and done. So yeah, y'all just met this guy, and you know, so... <laughs> yeah, fucking stallion. Is it, is it girth or length, though? It's very important. A little of both? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean for that question to make it so awkwardly quiet. I'm sorry. I've literally met you like two hours ago, and now I know what your penis is like. This is weird. Well, you know what? Yeah. This is a podcast about sex, so you shouldn't be surprised. Anyway. It's a broadcast now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Stefan, what are you drinking? Uh, Jim Bean Apple. Jim Bean Apple. Yes. And also, if we call him DJ, that's also Stefan. And do you have anything you would like to share? Uh, I was arrested. Uh, wait, what? what? Uh, uh, nice. I got. I spent like three months in juvenile because of uh, public indecency. Oh my god! Because I was fucking a girl in a tree, <laughs> and my <laughs> officer was a real dick about it. <laughs> he wouldn't let us get our clothes off the porch, so I had to ride in the police car, like completely naked. <laughs> 
And uh, whenever they were, you know, like patting me down and like, you know, spraying me in the shower and stuff, they were like uh, calling me Tarzan and stuff. It was pretty awkward. Why were they because... calling you Tarzan? Because I was on the tree. tree. Why were you, you at the base be... of the tree or were you like, no, up no, it was in like the a big fucking tree? Why did they have Why was a fucking tree? It was a big tree. Why did they pat you down if you were naked? No, no, no. We're just going to make sure you don't have anything. You know, they make you like bend over and you have to like cough so they can look weird. In your butthole? Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's very, very, it's very uncomfortable. They do all that for Juvie? Yes. Watch your hands, Mr. Booty Hole Man. Yeah, it's a, it's a I didn't know that Juvie was as hardcore as <laughs> going to jail. It's very unpleasant. <laughs> so you went to Juvie for having sex with a girl in a tree. I did. Uh, that itself is just, wow. It's the only time I ever, uh... Went to the... Ever uh, had sex. How old? Yeah. yeah. yeah just had sex. Turned me off after that. that How bad. old and why wouldn't why not a bed? Uh, 17? Well, when you're 17, you know, you have that to shit. get creative. Yeah. Sounds was like it a good idea. the day where you Listen, in a park? we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> it was in her backyard. Where were you? Where are their children? Whoa, hold the fuck up. It was in... Her yard? Her it was her idea. Off. I had nothing to do with it. I was oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I had, had nothing to do with it. Okay. okay, another question. Did she also go to Juvie or was it just... No, she was there too. Did you fuck her in Juvie? I tried to be polite and at least get the officer to let her get her clothes, but no, he was, he was, he was pretty big dick. So you were in plain sight in this tree. Look, we all get our kicks in different places. <laughs> Don't kink shame. Uh, don't you mean we all get our dicks not, in different places? I'm not kink shaming. I don't know. I'm just I saying. Don't dick out. Kink shaming is my kink. I, I like. Uh, I enjoy the adrenaline rush of like, uh, you know, banging so you're an ex- <laughs> Banging bitches and trees. Okay. The fuck. Okay. So, but it was her idea. Oh, look, I may not have tried to talk her out of it. <laughs> okay. Remind me never to go on a trip with you, all right? That was the moment. That was the moment he found out he was an exhibitionist. <laughs> yeah. Robert. Hi. Hello. Hello. What are you drinking? The Robert. The Robert. The Robert. And the screwdriver. For those who don't know, the Robert is green apple vodka. Wait, green apple. No, it's berry, green berry Hawaiian punch and vodka. Thank you. Left him alone. It's watermelon. Yeah, green apple vodka is Alan's thing. Yep. The watermelon is my domain. Now, what would you like to share? Oh, God. Okay, so <laughs> me and Lady were having sexy fun times in my dorm at UT, and my roommate and about eight other people burst through the door while we were in the middle of it and uh, threw a blanket over, and they all just started playing Madden while we were getting jiggy with it on the other side of the room. <laughs> And Wait, we, did they throw the blanket on you? No, or? we threw the blanket. As okay. soon as I heard the door, I went... Gotcha. And then went back to it. Okay. How, how far into it were you? Because there is a point in the return. Deep. He, he was far <laughs> five inches. <laughs> Obviously, he was far enough that he was finishing. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It lasted for another 45 minutes before... Anything happened. Wait, you still finished, though, so my points. Well, yeah, but it wasn't just like, oh, they're here! Uh! No, we, we kept going. <laughs> they came that sounded like <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah, because she turned and she's like, don't stop. Ooh. Oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Hannah. Hello. 
Hannah is our main event today because she is leading the She's show. She's always my main event. Oh, that's Aww. so sweet. Okay, so Hannah, mm. you are new here, so yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm a student at Maribel College. No way. Yes way. Um, and so I'm leading this podcast because I'm taking Dr. Gill's human sexuality class. Um, and I really love that class. This is going to be my, my second to last semester. I'm going to finish up. I'm going to graduate, walk across the stage in May and then get my diploma after December. So your degree. Yeah. Whichever one at this point, I don't, I'm so Diploma is high school. (laughs) I just want to be done to be honest. You are so close. Yeah. You will make it. Yeah. Because I, I was a transfer student. So I had five semesters at Pellissippi. And then four more semesters at Maribel, and I'm, I'm ready to throw in the towel. I don't blame you. Well, you will get there, and we will be so proud of you. And thank you so much for coming out here to teach us what you've been learning in your class. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. Now, do you have any story to share? Not really, but I want to say that I'm also, I'm not drinking, drinking. I just have peach lemonade, so. Can we also mention that it's really neat that, like, we have classes about this kind of shit? Just, Granted, I was this thinking is about a, that. a college-level class. Oh, it's I know, not obviously. Yeah. I learned because <laughs> the sex ed in high school was don't do it. You'll get, yep. you'll get yep. diseases. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I, had <Absolutely>. it. <laughs> I had it in Florida, so they at least taught a little bit more than they do here in Tennessee, but it was still like, no sex for you. Yeah, and I also learned that like you don't have to be medically accurate. Mm. In at least in East Tennessee to teach sex ed, you can just say like things that sound correct, and people will be like, "Sure, yeah." Like you I don't have know premarital sex, your dick will fall off. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. And they also show really disgusting have, pictures. Yeah, it's scare tactics. Yeah, it's fucking they disgusting. They want to scare kids. You'll get pregnant and die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's exactly it. Doesn't if you're a man or a woman. You just, <laughs> you didn't, yeah. You One day you'll wake up and it's like. Oh, if you sit on the bed with a woman, she gets pregnant. So here we are tonight to debunk stuff like that, but that's not the main point. We're just going to learn. Anyway, Alan. Hello. What are you drinking? Um, the Jim Bean Apple. I had a shot of it. That's it? Yeah, so far. Okay. And do you have anything you want to share? Um, yeah, I guess. So, uh... It's kind of similar to Robert's story, kind of. Like, we were under a blanket, and there were people uh, nearby in the other seat of the van. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the of the van? Go ahead. And including her little brother, and her grandparents, and her mother, and her father. And, like, it's just a, it's a, it's a family, like, trip. <laughs> that did- that did not sound good. Do you think they knew what was going on? Absolutely. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I would have thought they would have break checked you. <laughs> that would have been. I don't on. think that I mean, would have been the proper that, response. That they like, may have that, just made things go better yeah, for them. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like counterproductive. Maybe like they were just less cheering for me. <laughs> they, they do that, and all of a sudden you see her. <laughs> hey, pump the brakes a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, do it again. Oh my god. Stiffen your back up. Craig Foster, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Yeah, well, then again, some people's parents don't really care about stuff like that. Yeah. Though hers probably should have. Yeah. Considering. Never mind. She's not important. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) 
I don't to me. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm your Whoa. sober host who's drinking again on the podcast for like the third episode in a row. So I guess I have a drinking problem because I'm supposed to be the designated driver, but other it's people okay, have been. Driver. We'll make Jake. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make Jake from State Farm. Drive. This this is the thing. He's got insurance. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. If I'm not driving the episode, or it's just a fun, like episode like the last time, I will drink. So what I would like to share is also similar to Robert's story. Um, when I was 17, and like I said, when you're 17 and having sex, you have to get creative. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of Reba and like, 17! That's what, exactly what I've been thinking this entire time! So, my boyfriend at the time, his parents, did not give a shit about anything, really. Uh, we could go into his room, have the door shut. They never cared. They treated us like adults. So, his house basically became the love shack for not just me and him, but also his best friend and my best friend who were dating. And, um, yeah, so what would often happen is we'd end up having sex in the same room. But it wasn't like we were actively having sex all together. We were still having sex separately. We just happened to be in the same room. Isn't yeah. the literal definition of an orgy is four more people in the room with their shoes off? Yes. <laughs> with their that shoes off. That means we're having an orgy right now. Oh my god, I have guys. my shoes off. Anyway. At least it's not a bacchanal. So that's why I'm saying some people's parents don't care, so maybe. But anyway. Alright, so. Let's go ahead and dive into what Miss Hannah has for us. Go on ahead. Okay. First off, this is a safe place for questions. If anybody has questions they want to ask now, during the podcast, or after, feel free to come and talk to me. This is not um, a <laughs> So also, for any listeners, if you know us and you're uncomfortable hearing us talk about sex, uh, please maybe don't off. listen to this one. <laughs> Wait for the next one. We probably should have led the introductions with that, but go that's, on. That's fine. Um, also, <laughs> if you're just generally uncomfortable about Hearing about sex, also don't listen, because that's what we're going to be talking about. Unless you're a masochist and you're about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, no shaming people at this table, please. (laughs) Where's the bell? There it is. What if my (laughs) pink is being shamed? (laughs) Um, So I have a little pop quiz for some people. Um, So this is a true or false. It's weirdly worded. And some of you have already heard this. I was really drunk. (laughs) so true or false porn stars usually have tattoos on their vaginas (laughs) anybody can answer false False. true True. it's true true. they usually have that outer portion of the vagina tattooed to be pink so they always look aroused reasonable what? Makes sense. <laughs> that does make that sense. sounds so good. It does make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> so, what is a vulva? <laughs> it's not a car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, the outside part? Yes, it's the exterior of the vagina. So, it's the labia, yeah. everything on the outside. What are the three functions of a penis? Oh, I remember this one. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I can't say anything. I remember this one. I believe it was reproduction. Oh, 
fuck, what's the other two? Pee-pee. Pleasure and pee! Yes. Yes, that's it. There we go. And then the following uh, question, what's the function of the clitoris? Pure pleasure. Yes. Pure That's the pleasure. only thing it's for. That's the only fucking thing it's for. That's the doorbell, yo. So this is just like a fun, what are the different know. names for genitals? Cock! <laughs> that... That makes me think of the uh, Austin Powers, you know, like the oh, rocket. Look, it's a <laughs> her other lips. Ding dong. Oh. Penis. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, seriously, just call out some different names for fire them. hose, axe wound. <laughs> I've heard hatchet wound. A gash. No. A slit. <laughs> yeah, Great that... white serpent. My favorite word of all time: cunt. Yes. <laughs> Gucci. Yes. Gucci. Trouser monster. Trouser, trouser snake. <laughs> Cooter. <laughs> Peter. I have a vaguely irrelevant story. So the other, the other day or so, Mason and I are, are doing some things, and he goes, "I learned the clitoris question. Mm-hmm. I learned the function of this the other week." And I was like. We've been Thank doing God this. I was like, we've been doing this for how long, and you just learned? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm terrible at this shit. I okay? love you. That hurt my chest. So we did this listing of the genitals like the first day in class, and it was kind of like a like an opener to make everybody comfortable, but it was also to see like what different names are used for you know the. Two, well, not the two genitals. Yeah, um, and we found out that a lot of the penis terms were more like fun or funky, or they're like power symbols. But all the female terms had like negative Horrifying. connotations to them. Yeah, or they were associated with food, which was like there are a lot of talk up clan. Yeah, why don't we talk about it? Okay, so I'm going to talk about male anatomy first, and then we'll go into female anatomy. So, what's normal? This is just a question. We're not. Define normal. Yeah, define normal. Normal (laughs) for what? So, either clinically, culturally, or medically, what do you think normal is? For the penis? For the penis, yeah. Okay. Keep that shit clean, yo. I mean, technically for America, I would I would say, like, you know, probably a circumcised penis is considered mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. Oh, for, for every man to lie man. about how big he is. Mm-hmm. It's also false generalization. Curtis tells me he's got a centimeter Peter. <laughs> yeah. I tell everyone that I'm delightfully average. <laughs> Anything else that's normal about the penis? Um, testicles. <laughs> Having testicles sounds normal to me. Yeah. yeah. That thing should never ever itch. Um <laughs> Yeah. I disagree. I mean some people have like you know, dandruff problems. It should never get Oh my god, moisturize! Moisturize! Dandruff problems on like in the pubic hair? I don't know, I'm just trying to make sure. You can have dry skin down devil's, there. Devil's ad, you know, you get lice in your pubic hair. Am I the only one crabs, this table that goes yeah. like bald eagle on our uh Gentilia? No, no, no. I mean, well, I mean, I assume that the Chelsea's like, no. <laughs> Fuck no. I just, I meant the, Chelsea's like, I'm single the right now. <laughs> He's got a baby face down there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Mm-hmm. So, my next was actually, my next question, or I guess topic, was going to be about circumcision. Oh. And we talked about the pros and cons in class. 
Um, so some of the pros are that it lowers the risk of infection. Um, the only problem with that is it needs to be clean. And we talked about in class how new parents sometimes don't understand that because yeah. it is a wound and, you know, they're wearing diapers. So it's, it's hard Gross. for the parents. Yeah. yeah. Children are disgusting. <laughs> Amen to that. But Amen to there are that. a lot more negative things about circumcision. Um, number one, the loss of nerves and feelings, because when they have babies circumcised, they don't use any sort of painkillers. They just kind of strap them down in there. Yeah. Just, oh God. Yeah. It, they won't remember this when they're older. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cause there was a thought that babies don't feel pain for <laughs> what? a long time, which was stupid. Yeah. It desensitizes the head of the penis, mm-hmm. making sex less pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Meaning that while you still do ejaculate and feel pleasure from the nerve endings going crazy down there, it's nowhere near the same as a more sensitive head that's protected by the skin that's supposed mm-hmm. to be there. Yeah. So, it also helps with lubrication. <clears throat> As somebody that wasn't circumcised until high school, I can confirm. Whoa. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, wait, wait, what the? Wow. Okay. okay. Can we go into, like, <laughs> how, how did this, like, so, how did like, you get surgery? For a portion of the show, we'd like to call story time with Jake. <laughs> so, when I was born, I had a blood disorder called a factor nine deficiency, mm-hmm. where I would bleed a lot more than from, like, cuts and stuff, so I couldn't get circumcised when I was a baby. Oh. Um, and then... Like, in high school, my mom was like, hey, this is something that insurance will pay for if you wanted to go ahead and do it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Worst decision of your life? No. No, he got no. married one time. <laughs> <He's> like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I don't have any regrets. Yeah. Regrets. So how was that <laughs> healing process, though? Because, okay, so I, I watched this show called Shameless. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> go ahead. And, and... Uh, one of Carl. Uh, uh, Carl got circumcised in high school as well for stupider reasons. So, what was that healing process like for you? Um, well, there were obviously like stitches and stuff, and I was home oh. for a few days um, oh. until I was like okay enough where I could I could walk and stuff. It was uncomfortable, um, but it wasn't like anything super awful. I mean, it'd be like if you, like, cut your finger and had stitches in that. It was about the same level your, of discomfort. Your finger can't grow in size, though. Yeah, see, well, that's see true. the thing happens if you get a boner. The thing with oh, Carl. You don't. <laughs> like, like you, you, I mean, and I, like, that sounds like a joke, but, like, when you're in that kind of discomfort in that area, you just... You just don't. So you're not a masochist. <laughs> no. So hang on. So oh, the, the reason I brought up Carl from Shameless is because throughout the episode, his stitches pop out several times because he keeps getting boners. That's not something that I think would happen to most people. But on average, how often do you pop boners? It's not very often. I mean, I was a sophomore it. in high school, oh, so okay. like that's a peak every of forty-five like, minutes. Yeah. Uh, Random bonus. Look, guys, we have two boners before we get out of bed. Okay. <laughs> the entire healing process yes, was never an issue. Uh, you know, everything went fine. No issues. No problems. Well, that's good. Interesting. Interesting. I also because I know now that there are um, certain procedures and certain devices that men can use to regrow their foreskin 
And it's just like pulling the skin oh, around oh, the penis. Oh, it weights yeah. that just it's grab like, and stretch the skin. Uh-huh. You create your own hood. And there are men who have tested these products and they're like, yeah, it's great. I love it. But I don't know. I don't this have a great. penis, so I don't know what it would feel I like at all. But it sounds. I mean, I, I have do. one, but it's at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there is the obvious, like, decent kind of desensitization and, like, that's mm-hmm. noticeable. But to me, it's not like. Was it like anesthetic thing? Well, that and like in well, America, like that's pretty much the norm usually. Okay. Um, is that kind of thing? Yeah. Well, um, no, I feel like that's changing because people are now learning about the different like complications. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I don't want that to happen to my children. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if for me, I think I actually think waiting and letting them decide that on their own is probably the best way to go about it. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not not necessarily for doing it, doing it when they're young and a baby, but like yeah. if they wanted to have it done later on, I don't really see any issues with that. Yeah, similar to ear piercing. Like, right. my parents didn't de- like, they didn't decide to go get yeah. my ears pierced when I was an infant. They were like, oh, you're 14 now, you can decide if you want your ears pierced. Right. right. So, um, y- you mentioned something about how you can tell a difference. So, y- you actually, like, did they explain to you how it was going to feel different and everything before you did that? Uh, no, because this, Jesus doesn't want you to touch yourself. <laughs> no, it was um, honestly a long time ago, so I don't remember a whole lot about, like, hey, remember leading up to after? it. They may have, but, like, the day of, like I said, I went under total anesthesia, so I was out. I don't remember anything from that day. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'd hope that they would have explained everything to you before. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Um, I just can't remember it. Okay. It was a while ago. How difficult was it to pee with those scissors? Oh. The oh. first day was really difficult. And they actually made me wait, at, stay at the hospital until I was able to pee. Um, so to make sure that see. everything worked yeah. and all yeah. that. Like, right after when they weren't, like, letting me leave the hospital. Like, that was really difficult because I was still numb. So, like, I couldn't tell when, when I actually pee. needed to. Like, I kept feeling like I did. But then I would be like, nope, we're going to wait a little while longer. But um, after that, I really didn't have any issues. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, Hannah. Poor Chelsea. My next I'm question sorry. is, does size matter? Yes. <laughs> I would not know. No, girth matters. True. Girth is part of the size. That's part of size. Length does not matter. Girth does. Yes, but... Girth is part of the size of so the size. I think these are fair. Trust me, like... I buy enough dildos online. I know <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that girth goes part. Okay, with size. so with the question being, does size matter? Technically, yes. But does no. length matter? That's the question yeah. on the table. For mm. reproduction, I assume size matters because, like, I mean, if you're just like a micro penis, it's probably not going to have any penetration to get the semen in the vagina. It swims. Mm-hmm. They swim, bro. No, I mean, like, you probably can't, like, like I'm talking about, like, if you just got, like, a head. Like, Curtis. Bro, that shit shoots out at, like, 20 miles an hour. Yeah, but she can, like, lay on the bed with it, like, spread open or some shit. It's I mean, about 25. It's faster than your average It's street legal. Zone. It's fucking street legal, bro. Yeah. All right. It'll get in there. Skeet legal. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was also gonna mention the penis pump. Which, has anybody heard? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've watched Austin Powers. <laughs> it's not mine. We learned about them, and they're so interesting. I just, I don't understand why somebody would use them, because they're not It sounds permanent. like a lot of pain yeah. for a temporary Maybe enhancement. Maybe they like that. 
Yeah. Well, Jake and his third leg over there. <laughs> <laughs> I only got one arm. What, what can I do? <laughs> Use your tripod <laughs> like you are. Yes, they do. What are those for? To make the lips bigger. Why? Why? You know, because them big old Maybe lips. they like that. Yeah, Kylie Jenner challenge. I think, I think the idea... <laughs> Just turn her face sideways. <laughs> I, think, I think the idea is that it gives more blood to the area to make yes. it more sensitive. Oh, that that's, makes sense. That's 100% what it's for. That so, men like to look at the nastiness that is a pumped vagina. I'm not cute shaming. It just looks gross. All vaginas look gross. Yes. Strong. No, <laughs> they're hideous. It's wrong. It looks I, like double stack masses. I will say, <laughs> I will say, Doctor Beale. It's very refreshing to hear her talk about vaginas because she's she gets so emotional about. She's like, oh, they're all so beautiful, <laughs> and I don't know because I I hear like people talk about it that way, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess they're all gross and ugly, but I don't know. There's something about hearing Doctor Beale talk about that. So. Moving on to female anatomy, um, I wanted to talk about <laughs> female ejaculation and orgasm. So I actually learned that female ejaculation is not good because of how the muscles work in the vagina. They're made to go in and ejaculating pushes them out. So I thought that was really interesting. Also, females can have multiple orgasms. Yes, they can. <laughs> men need a cool down time and women don't. So, before um, my hysterectomy with all my mm-hmm. fibroids, I was in intense pain if I did any sort of physical activity, not just sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, but sexual fit activity was awful. Like, even if it, like, took too long to get there, or even after getting there, it was just physically the worst. And I have recently experienced that thing, and it is just interesting. All these new things that I'm experiencing... Mm-hmm. With my body parts is very interesting. <coughs> Insert smug face here. I have some questions about female ejaculation. <laughs> it's piss. Oh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> it's, it's straight pee. up fucking piss. We were all thinking it. But... No, she peed really? on you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Got all R. Kelly up in this shit. I thought no, there was a difference. Is... No. That's nasty, bro. I, I don't know. I've heard no, it is not. It is scientifically word. proven that female ejaculation is piss. I personally don't know about that one. I don't think we talked about that in class, but I will say somebody that I look up to a lot, and she talks about it because I, I don't think it is. I think that's a myth. I've heard that no, it is. It's the piss. squirting part. Is squirting is pee, pee. But, but not female all. ejaculation <coughs> is different than yeah. squirting. Yeah, like squirting is urine, but like there's a different thing. I, I, I know what Hannah's talking about. Mm-hmm. Follow up yeah. yeah. question. Mm-hmm. That I think you're probably going to get to, but I still want to ask. Um, vaginal orgasms. Mm-hmm. They exist. <laughs> I've never had one. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like penetration? Or? From penetration, yes. Same. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. How? Depending on the person, it's, you know. It's, it takes it's a long fucking time. Because there are no hey, literally. Like, nerves. Yeah. <laughs> activate during sex that's a bad explanation but like all of the nerve endings are on the outside on the lips and on the clit so they're not most of them most of them yes but there are there is yeah i mean you can still feel but (laughs) no i mean like the clitoris is actually bigger than just this oh i know it's more like this all the way around it looks like a pair of lungs yeah Mm -hmm. that's another thing i mentioned because again 
I could never do anything inside because it's, of all the pain. Once, I'm sorry. No, once again, you're excited Dr. for the prospect. I'm excited to learn. Let me mm. say that. Yeah, Doctor Beale. She has this cool little metal clitoris that she brought into class. It's actual life size, and it's like this big. Yeah, cl- dude, they're huge. It's, it's so cool because most of it's internal because it wraps around the vagina. If you have an orgasm and you're female during sexual penetration, is that because is that because the clit is wrapped around that way and it's actually the the nerves they're getting? It's an individual thing. It could be, I don't know, sex is so much in the body and in the mind, so depending on what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what's going on, you know, in the physical world, it's all different for everybody, so. It's probably a brain thing for me. Yeah, because mm. that's yes. one of the things that nobody thinks about. It's like, oh, sex, it's all external. It's like, no. Something really cool about that, too. Like, this is an off-topic of one time that I, uh... Had sex in a tree? Yes. It doesn't I, involve a tree. Uh, no. Good. It involves reading Dead a Playboy magazine. So, I always thought, you know, sex, like, women would generalize it as, like, you know, it's, like, the the time increments. You would think that, like, an hour plus is what, you know, girls or women, they're seeking. No, it's, like, 15 minutes. That's, that is literally, like, they did this huge survey and every... Uh, well, not every, but in a generalization, it was 15 minutes is what the time period was. I just thought that was really strange. Like, I don't think it's that, strange. It it's exhausting. So the influencer I was talking about earlier, I just looked up. Her name is Zoe. I don't know how to say her last name. It's spelled L-I-G-O-N. Um, yeah. She's an <laughs> educator. She has videos on YouTube. She has an Instagram. She actually owns a sex shop with, oh, like, her. cool toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think I watched a few videos with you where she was talking about um, different things in her store. But she has, she doesn't just have sex stuff. She also has one of her videos, a menstrual cup and how to use them. But yeah, she does have a video about squirting and all that fun stuff. Anyway, um, my next thing was going to be talking about um, myths surrounding the G-spot. And the hymen, and we already talked about the clit a little bit because it's not just a small button-shaped thing. <laughs> it's a lot bigger and it's internal. So the G-spot, I don't remember the name of the exact guy, but the G part of G-spot is like a man's last name. And Dr. Beale is like, that's strange, so we're calling it the Groove Tube. <laughs> nice. And that's what I've been calling it ever since. I can dig that. Groove Tube. Yeah. That's like my new favorite thing. Well, it, well, it is grooved. I mean, shit. Now, Curtis, there's your band name. The Groove Tube. I remember when I was younger, my dad had all these like life and science books, and there was one about the human body, and me being the little awful child that I was, always read it and was like, I'm going to turn to the sex page. Eh. And it had a picture of all the erogenous zones in the body. I'm sorry, Curtis. Were they also playboys? <laughs> no, it had all the erogenous zones, and I was so interested that it's not just in the naughty bit regions. Like, the armpits can be considered erogenous zones if they're done red, I guess. The it's, best. like, all different like, spots on the body if you, like, it's, it's fiddle with. Like, yeah, it's so interesting to me. The the earlobe, anybody. Mm-hmm. Shut up. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, so the groove tube. Mm-hmm. And then... The groove tube. Uh, the GT. 
So, <laughs> what are hymens? Do you guys know exactly what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. the Is this that thing that rips and it hurts? Oh, no! no, baby, no. no. So, it's like a freshness it. seal for the... <laughs> oh, you broke the seal, now you have to buy it. No, Isn't that exactly not what he just said? Yeah, no, that's not true. I know it's, it's not true, it's not true but... but... But yes, so, what okay. you're thinking of is I'm, the hymen. I'm ready yes. to be educated. So it's the a hymen, brain. Yes, it's a piece Insane of skin that partially covers the vagina, and it's torn um, because of many different reasons, but a lot of people just say it's when women first have their sexual debut or lose their virginity, um, which is false because you can tear your hymen if, you well, know, you're... Right. Or gymnastics or... Sticking really anything. Just stretching the Actually, no. Oh, really? Tampons? Nope. Tampons will not. Oh. Tampons will not. It's not a partial it. membrane. It doesn't cover the whole thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't. So um, what goes in with a small thing just goes through the hole. What about so when the tampon absorbs and expands and you go to pull it out? Huh? What about when the tampon absorbs and expands and you go to pull it out? Okay, so the hymen actually is... It's a partial you, membrane you meaning can still, it can stretch and move. I could still have an intact hymen. Well, yeah, I understand yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Baseball didn't <laughs> break it. Um, but no, it'll it'll stretch and move with... It's so not when a it expands, of it'll, it'll, Yeah, it'll Yeah, I watched the it. Adam Ruins Everything episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert, that was, Which that I would actually like material. to mention their balloon arch. Um, yes. Yeah. Metaphor. Metaphor. So, Adam Ruins Everything is a show on Netflix. It has um, a... True TV. Yeah, it has an um, episode on... Um, sex. 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 Mm-hmm. They talk about this, too. Yeah. But also, some women may not have hymens. So, that's also something to be aware of. Because a lot of people just say, Oh, the hymen's broken or the hymen's gone, so I guess she's not a virgin. Watch but out, you can't fuck her. She's not a virgin. That's not true. How does one even check for this? Because uh, I mean, apparently it's like... Yeah. And you do this, mm-hmm. you spread your legs and go, oh. oh. Yeah. So it's something that you can just see? Yes. So it doesn't have to be partially inside. Yeah. It, it's like, but you, you have can. the vaginal canal, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not super far inside, but it's far enough to where it's not going to get light. I know this is going to sound weird, totally but I might have to Google blows. pictures later anyway. Oh. How close is it to the <laughs> spot? Um, no, Mason. So there also, <laughs> like, there were surgical procedures for the foreskin and the penis. There are also surgical procedures for hymens, where women can get them put back in. It's called a hymenplasty, and it's Ruth. to repair the Virgin hymen. reborn! I thought um, you were going to say it was the hymenlip maneuver. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the hymen maneuver. I don't know. There's something kind of toxic about the hymen and how it needs to be intact. Because I also know there are those, like, fake blood pills that women will sometimes put up their vagina before sex to prove to their husband that they're still a virgin. Um, And sometimes those are seen as, like, novelty items, so I don't know if they're checked by any sort of organization to say, yes, this is safe to put inside of you, and I don't know, it sounds dangerous. Also, sometimes there's not blood Mm-hmm. When the hymen breaks, it, mm-hmm. it depends on the person. This is really like a little off topic. So, uh, my girlfriend apparently has an ear infection. Girl. You can put virgin olive oil in the ear to like uh, to take some of the pain away when I've been having ear infections. And I'm just like, why would you put olive oil in your ear to get rid of the pain? 
It's fucking weird, though. I read articles all the time because I'm a weirdo about people putting inappropriate things in inappropriate places. The things that some dumbass women put in their vaginas is upsetting. Was it one if they a Coke bottle up in there? Cucumbers. Lysol bottle. Or steaming their vaginas. What? What? Gwyneth Paltrow is all about, like, standing over a pot of boiling water and just... (laughs) Getting that steam I mean, up in I've there. I've heard of like the the jade eggs that you put in to strengthen oh. the muscles, but oh no, that <clears> actually <throat> does work. Yeah, you put them in, and you <laughs> put them in, and you just hold it there, and you're like, yeah, yeah. it's working. But apparently, it's supposed yeah, to like rejuvenate it. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to like rejuvenate, like a spa treatment for your vagina. Oh. A twat treatment. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, I meant to say hoo ha earlier. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but the gist of everything is just like like the that, gist like, of everything. <laughs> weird things go in weird places sometimes. Always talk to your doctor. Right, you were saying? I also wanted to talk about a more serious uh, topic, female circumcision, if anybody's aware of that. Oh, yes, they used to put acid on the clitoris when they were being born and shit. Ooh. It's something this is that, it's, it's also known as female genital mutilation, mm-hmm. and I actually did a report on this for my um, public what? class. They, to prevent masturbation because Kellogg's was crazy. This is more so, it's happening more in Africa and India. Mainly Somalia. Um, People think that it's a controlling pleasure thing, and it does, but it doesn't happen when they're infants, so they don't remember it. It usually happens when they're 12 or 13, and it's usually done by not medical professionals. It's done by older women in their family. Is this Um, another thing where they don't use, like, any kind of, like, you know, uh, pain relief? They usually don't. Oh. So it's, it's, the paper that I wrote about was, like, discussing... The fact that people were like, oh, no, that's not happening in America. We don't need to worry about that. When, in fact, it is happening in America. So I just think that it's an interesting topic that needs to be talked about. Yes, um, I watched, there's another show I watched called The Good Doctor. Mm -hmm. And there's an episode where a girl comes into the... um, the hospital, and I think that they had attempted the genital mutilation on her. And this takes place in the United States, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a show. And it was actually, I think it was based off a real thing, because one of the things I found was in the UK, there was a mother and a father who brought their 12-year-old or 13-year-old in to the doctor's office claiming that she fell down the stairs onto a knife or something like that. (laughs) What? And the doctors were like, no, this was purposeful cutting. And they brought her in like twenty four hour twenty four hours after she had been cut and the bleeding didn't stop. Mm-hmm. So it's something that still is happening. In the but, United States, mm-hmm. is genital mutilation illegal? I think it's a state by state thing. Which is unfortunate. I got Because be- there's so much of like this is their religion. And we have the freedom of religion and the freedom of speech. I think freedom of religion should stop at harming another person, yeah. even if it is your Especially own kid. if they're underage. Yes. I had actually never heard of that before mm-hmm. at all. I didn't even know it was a thing. And yeah. I'm pretty, like, knowledged. I don't. It's Not like... enough to use the correct word, buddy. <laughs> Knowledgeable. Sorry. Alcohol. Because there was actually... Ooh. Regarding the... In TV shows, there was an episode of called The Midwife. Yeah, mm. the the... People who live in Africa or countries over on that side of the world that practice uh, genital mutilation regularly, mm-hmm. they'll actually take the vagina, cut it, and then well, sew well, it closed except for a small hole. There so are that four they can basic be... types 
in that episode of Call the Midwife was a problem because it's hard to get pregnant. a baby. She was pregnant, but she was sewn up afterwards, right? Is that what it was? No, she was mutilated when she was younger, then she got married, was pregnant, and then yeah. trying to have the baby, and they had to call somebody else in to take her to the hospital. Yeah, because they, the, they had to reopen the vagina so that she could give birth. How can mm-hmm. you get it in if it's, like, sewed all the way? Magic. You well, they still, they leave a small hole for, like, menstruation and stuff like that and peeing. The size of a baby's head is much larger than a penis. No, yeah, uh, no, no, I'm talking about the actual, like, <laughs> him getting in there. Aspect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's easier After for it's the been... penis. The, the hole is big enough for the penis to go in. I, I got that. But it's not big enough for a baby's head to come out. I got mm-hmm. you. Okay. Because that's the most severe case. Because there are also other types. And I just know that there's the most mild type is just removing of the labia. Which is everything external. And just leaving it like that. Oh. And that's Why? mild. I it's a control to know yeah. what that looks like. And I would not. It's also a way of ensuring their virginity because it hurts. <laughs> it's all about controlling women mm. and making sure that they stay subservient and doing what you want. And in the episode we watched of called The Midwife, the woman she, actually had she... her younger sister sent back to have that done. And she was explaining she like also... this is a power thing for us. We're doing it because we want to. But it's like the small girl didn't. She also didn't want her naughty bits messed with in the first place because her husband wouldn't mm. wouldn't love her after that they were changed. Yeah, because there's also um, we talked about this, Doctor Beale, and I listened to an interview on NPR because they're like the mothers that will have it done to their daughters and the mothers who won't. And on the NPR interview, um, she was talking about. This woman was talking about how she's like, I will never talk to my family again. I'm furious about that. But then there's another side where women are like, I want my children to do well in society. So I have to have this done or else they won't be seen as normal. That is so wow. That's like deep as fuck. And that's fucked up. Not mm. particularly. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, sorry, this... but I those women who actually think that their daughter's genitals have to be mutilated for them to be successful. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing, thing, and it's difficult to... It's difficult to change that mindset, especially when it's been set in for hundreds of years. Like, a good parallel... Same thing with the religion. People are weird. Like, Mm -hmm. just the fact that that even started and became a cultural thing Mm -hmm. is weird. Which, that's kind of the same thing with normal circumstances circumcision, though. It's a very Christian idea that that needs to happen, or else... Yeah. Or else Kellogg's won't sell their cereal. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Fuck that guy. Um, so next I was going to talk about intersexuality, and I may speak more on that in the next podcast when we're talking about gender, and um, we're talking about, um, what's it called? Sexuality. Yeah, sexuality. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to ask how many people know what intersexuality is. I think I do. I weirdly enough don't. Um, so people who are intersex have bits and pieces oh, of no, male okay. and no, female. No. Yeah, I do. Uh, Never mind. And there's a really good TED talk about this because I don't know as much. I just remember hearing about it in I think sophomore year, which is I don't know. There are some people in my class who are seniors in college, and they're like, "We've never heard about this before." And it's, it's so unfortunate because everybody knows Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah. yeah. 
She's actually yeah. intersex. Really? Mm-hmm. She has XY chromosomes, oh. but her body is XX. Interesting. Because she yeah. has something called um, androgen sensitivity syndrome. Um, so her body is insensitive to the effects of testosterone, and she can't reproduce. Yeah. I and noticed. unfortunately, she didn't come out and say this. She wasn't like, hey guys, guess what? This leaked through a medical journal. Mm. So it's oh, unfortunate, God. but it would be great if she could step forward and be like, hello guys, I am a spokesperson mm-hmm. for it. But she I know hasn't. she's an actress, but like, what's a movie she's she the, plays in? So she was in Freaky Friday as the mom. Halloween. Halloween. She's in yeah. Halloween. She's also in all the Activia commercials. That lady. She's the yogurt. Yeah. So like, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I understand. I don't blame her for not wanting to step forward because, I mean, she was just born that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, as, as someone who looks like a woman and, I don't know, until she hit puberty probably was like, yeah, I'm a woman. Like, when all your friends start having periods, she's like, oh, what? Because <laughs> that, that didn't happen for her. Oh, my God. She's so lucky. I know it's probably something you're going to talk about on the <coughs> podcast about sexuality, but Gross. when I was at ETSU, I was president of the LGBT club, mm. which was formerly called Heroes. I think now it's called Saga. I don't know. Anyway, um, we did a, um, during LGBT History Month, we did a like sex thing that talked mm. about this. Where some families will, if their child is born intersex or um, also and or hermaphrodites, um, yep. they'll choose that, which one. Hermaphrodite is an offensive term. Oh, I apologize. No, it's okay because it was an older term that people used when they didn't know what to mm-hmm. say, but it's kind of derogatory now. So mm-hmm. intersex is preferred. But um, you know? some parents would choose, be like. I want to have this, or I want to have that, and then that leads to some individuals... Pick your baby. Yeah, pick yeah. your child. Some individuals, when your internal mm-hmm. um, chromosomes are a certain way, they'll be like, later on, end up being transgender individuals. Yeah, because in class we watched a video about a man <coughs> whose parents are like, as a young child, you're a woman, mm-hmm. and he was like, no, I'm a boy, mm-hmm. and he was so certain about this, and then his parents got something done, I think got his testes removed, so he lost the ability to produce testosterone and has a very feminine figure. And I'm like, how damaging that must be to I be see like... That. It, that it's on YouTube. I'll see if I can find it. Um, but yeah, that's another thing with the, with female genital mutilation and mm. circumcision. It's this idea of we have to make our children look aesthetically pleasing I guess it's like oh weird and and usually we talked about this in class and our teacher broke us up into groups to talk about this and she's like congratulations you're a parent your baby is intersex what do you do and a lot of people are like do no harm which is what's recommended Mm -hmm. you assign a gender so you know your nosy Mm -hmm. aunt he's like what's the baby and it's like she's a girl congratulations you have a niece now whatever um, and then if they feel the need to change that, they can at least change that. They don't have to, like, go back and look at their genitals and be like, well, this is ruined for me or something mm-hmm. like that. But, I think the uh, better way to go about it would just be like, hey, anti-person, they're actually intersex. This is what that means. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that is then you're going to have to talk to the rest of the family who may not know 
And it's like, mm. you just had a baby. Do you really want to spend your time educating people who are probably mm. not going to listen to Especially you? since th- there's people that are old-fashioned. Yeah, we're in the South. They're, they're not going to look at I, I get that. I'm just saying in the in an ideal world, mm-hmm. you can just well, yeah. tell people, hey, this is how it is. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. On. Maybe one day we'll be there, but intersex is seen as the third gender. And I remember in California and in New York, it's actually legal now that you can have the third gender on your birth certificate and i remember seeing a friend post about this and like this is stupid like what the heck stupid millennials and i'm like well actually intersexuality exists and she's like oh what so i had to explain that to her so in the ted talk i i think this is what happened so basically there was a person who was male exterior but was born with a uterus and he started menstruating which was an issue because it had nowhere to go. So it's important to talk about this because it's something that's out there. Did the doctors not check? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, if if the boy is born, has a penis and balls and everything, like, that's a boy. I'm not going to check for an intersex. Oh, no, I thought it was (laughs) that they were born intersex and then they chose... No, yeah. they were oh, intersex, okay. but externally looked male. Oh, okay, gotcha. Internally had, had no female. indication. Gotcha. Of I being thought it female. was the okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. when the menstruation, oh, I'm shutting up. I'm he sure. experienced a lot of pain, but all internally. the blood had nowhere to go, so yeah. he suffered from a lot of internal bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, that was unexplained until they figured out. Oh, you've got out. a uterus, and she does. I, I don't know if that would have happened to me. It would have been like. Am I dying? Is this an appendix? <laughs> is this it... the end? Especially, like, for a male, like, so, if I start getting, like, blood out of my dick, that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm gonna go to the doctor and be like, there's blood coming out of my dick. This could be any number of oh, things. Oh, actually, I'm not gonna the coming out of your uterus. Congrats. Yeah. Happy, I mean, happy uterus yeah. day. <laughs> I mean, I've pissed what? off before. Yeah. You're just saying, having your it flushed in my kidneys. It had nowhere else to go. See, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not what's gonna come to my mind at all. Like, but... <laughs> Yeah, so there's also this idea, so gender, just to be clear, is social, it's how you feel, sex is biological, it's your body. And a lot of people will say, oh, you have XY, so you're a man, but in the case of Jamie Lee Curtis, she's a woman. Um, And so there's something called Bueve Dos, which is penis at 12, and on Netflix, there's something... (laughs) No, there's this documentary from, I think, Nova. Um, which is like PBS, and they have, uh, it's called The Nine Months That Made You, and they talk about this, but it's boys who are born who appear female, like they have female genitals, and then when they hit puberty, their penis appears. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about so, it. Whoa. So, it so, just, so basically the I mean, it doesn't happen like all in one night, oh, but it's, it's just like... like Overnight. <laughs> oh my god, that would be and a horrifying And when you're going to use that, you're going to take a shower. Okay, my teenage like, self would be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, I've seen Freaky but Friday before. I'm just thinking like werewolves, like the full moon comes out. I'm a guy. It's kind of like when like, god, the, the same time frame of tits appearing. So in the documentary, they actually interview somebody who is Guevedos, um, you know, until he was 12 or 13, his mother dressed him as a female. And then when he turned, when he hit puberty, he's like, oh, okay, cool. This is why I want to go play ball with my friends outside and not play with dolls. Um, and it was interesting to hear his story because in this community, it's so accepted that um, 
this is a thing. Meanwhile, I think if this happened, I don't know, in Knoxville, <laughs> it would be a different story because this is such a a Bible Belt. Yeah, because we're like right in the middle of it. Yeah. Tennessee is known as the buckle of the Bible Belt, so. So there's also what I mentioned, Jamie Lee Curtis having androgen insensitivity syndrome, which is the body being insensitive to the effects of testosterone. Um, but there's also, I'm going to mispronounce it, but Kleinfelder syndrome, which is somebody who's born with XXY. Mm, that's oh. interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you told me about your chromosomes. You have um, 32. So it's, I'm you're, supposed to, you're supposed oh. to have two, you know, mm. whatever Why not both? Yeah. 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 But so, things happen. It's usually males who present a female body shape, um, and they can have some infertility issues. And there's a YouTube channel called Living with XXY, and it's a man who talks about his experience um, being XXY. So I think that's about it. I also wanted to ask people what their sexual influences were, or if they had people who were like important to their sexual development and growth. David um, share oh that's Mm. what she meant by that I mean it could be like a a person you know or for me I think a big influence was Adam Ant if anybody listens to his songs he was very popular in the 80s he had um, one of his newer albums come out uh, 2013 I think but all of his music is um, sexually not explicit but it's sexually charged, I guess. Um, and then... Yeah, does anybody else have... No, Patrick Harris until I found out he was gay. Why would that be There's a great effect? book series mm-hmm. called Kashil's Dark that talks about a lot of um, alternate sexualities and, and... Interesting. It's really good. It's the one... Jordan and I always talk about in the group chat. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, mm. it, that one really, really affected me because I read it way too young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it actually opened my eyes to being comfortable with some of the things that I now embrace. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, it sounds weird, but like, a lot of science fiction, mm-hmm. especially like more modern science fiction, like especially like games like um, Mass Effect, where... Well, I mean, and it sounds stupid, but, like, in that oh, game, no. like, you can romance people of any gender, mm. even, like, aliens and stuff. So, like, growing up, like, seeing that kind of stuff, for me, it was, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, you just, you just yeah, are who I, you are, I'll, so, like. I can, I can understand that, because, like, um, I, I grew up playing, like, Mass Effect and Dragon Age, and, like, there's a lot of, like, romancing and stuff in that game of, like, all genders and sexuality types. Yeah. Like, they make it a, there's, a point to... There's there's a lot of, like, characters that are, like, strictly bi or strictly homosexual or strictly straight. Mm-hmm. And, like, that affects a lot of stuff in the game. And, like, growing up and having that representation in your life, like... Right. It makes a big difference. It makes a big mm-hmm. difference. Right, you got it's, that science friction going. It's <laughs> funny that she mentioned that because uh, I'm in a group uh, of people that really enjoy The Sims... And apparently there's a common joke that when you grow up playing The Sims, you tend to be bisexual. <laughs> or something like, or you yeah. just don't care about sexuality just because... It. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. You, and you pick up the language. <laughs> so, Kako So, you just like to be God. Simpson. Simpson. 
Zig zig. Yeah, no, that's it. So so. No, so so. So so. Zug zug. Zug zug. Does anybody else have? For me, when I was seven, my parents split up. My mother came out. It got really dark. But my mother came out as a lesbian, and I'm a huge like book reader, like learn things kind of person. So I was like. I thought you were American. I thought she was going to say she was a huge fan, but go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so in order to, like, as a young child, like, understand, like, my parents are divorced, my mom is now a lesbian, and she's dating women, like, I did a lot of research, and that has helped me broaden my horizon and my sexual knowledge and has led up to the person that I am today, just having a, having that, like, you had mentioned, that that exposure early in life to... Two other sexualities has helped me broaden my brain. Now the exact opposite of me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. I was raised in a very conservative household. Mm -hmm. So just missionary is all you know. Not through a sheet. Not listen. (laughs) Didn't even give me the talk. Listen. So how did he give you the talk? Acceptable in the church, Robert. Uh, (laughs) As long as it's not reversed. I'm still uncomfortable about this subject, but I want to know more about it because, you know, I just want to. Boy, have I got some reading for you to do. That would be great. <laughs> and, and like, there's gonna be a quiz tonight. Hope you all studied. And that's I why that this. I really haven't talked that much is, and like, and that is because that's, I kind of feel embarrassed and when I say something. I, yeah, but I... I would just do. But Mason, take it into your own hands. I was like, <laughs> like oh shit. I mean, <laughs> Larry, no, I, no, I haven't done that since last week. Firmly grasp so. it in your hand. No, let me. Sorry, this is how it feels. With with his, I can't think of the word. My brain's broken. Embarrassment. No, Penis. unknowledgeable. Failure? That's not the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Thank you. With watch. he is very good at being like, hey. I want to do this. How do we do this? So no, penis and vagina go yeah, back forth, so, back so, forth, back forth. Yeah, sexy time is very educational. Old, Mason, when That's I learned I'm in Guardian ninety five, any of the old people that are listening to this, <laughs> Guardian ninety five. That's how I learned about sex. Mine was, was an pulling. encyclopedia. Mine was pulling. So and that's because probably you're what, young. And that's probably what fucked me up a little bit. I was in public school. I mean, <laughs> yeah, same. I know, right? Same. So it's like coming from me, like. It's new, but it's also like I'm kind of scared a little bit. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. All jokes shit. aside, like my my whole like inspiration is from like the woman I'm with, per woman. It's kind of like I just ask questions. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Mm. How do yeah. I? Yeah, do that's it? important. Yes. Communication. Yeah. Where do you want it? Yeah, right. like in your hair and your. Chin. That, that's my whole inspiration <laughs> is just learning per person. It's, it's very yeah. individual. Yeah. That's what it we're is. talking about. I, really like, I want me to feel good, but I also want the other person to feel good as well because it's yeah. a mutual thing. It's a team effort. It's cream, cream effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just have one more thing I wanted to say, uh, <laughs> and Mason, you kind of hinted at it earlier about like knowing yourself and being aware of yourself um part of that is knowing what's normal for you um because a lot of people they don't know what's normal for them so when something's wrong it's important to go to a doctor so self-exams are important and uh in class one of our does masturbation count yeah, that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if it's, if something changes in your normal routine, yeah, you'll, then you'll you're know, gonna like, know. Yeah, 
And also, um, don't use other people as a measure of what's normal for you. Yes. 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 Yeah. You want it. It's you an individual person. thing. Yeah. Um, so, in class, one of our assignments was to do a mirror test and then talk about the experience from that. She's like, don't describe it to me. I don't don't want to hear about that, but tell me how you felt. It was puffier than usual. <laughs> Whoa. Mirror but, tests. Whoa. I didn't expect so many full. Because for men, it's once again seen as like a power thing. But for oh women, yeah, look at that dick. Oh, well, seriously. Though. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I've gotten so many dick pics. It is a thing. Yes. Yeah. But oh for God, women, I like putting mustaches again, on them. Guys, it's Can like the, the name thing. A lot of the Sit names for vagina are usually derogatory. You know, now that you mention it, I don't I'm think I've seen now. my vagina. Yeah. Really? I don't even <laughs> like vaginas, and I've seen mine. Well, I mean, yeah. what, what I mean by that is like. You haven't done a mirror she, test? Yeah, I haven't done a mirror test. Mm-hmm. You haven't really looked at it. Yeah. Like, I, I can Stared see the upper the part of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Not I don't know if this eye. is a rude comment, but maybe that goes back to our previous topic of About. like knowing yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, I'm what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because she's saying that women are tre- are taught to be more ashamed of their bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, while like, men are flaunting it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? And then also, like, like very, you know, um, that's what I got. What you a very good again. show to help you learn different ways that you can educate yourself is Big Mouth on Netflix. Mm. Do it. That show's so bad. It's not. It's really not. There's Fire. the door. There's the door. I get that it's, it may be a learning curve, but it is a bad show. <laughs> I get that it may be a learning curve. It's up with the Donald Trump hand signs. I don't know. It, um, You've already got the hair. Okay. So, I want to end it. Any questions? I want to end it. Any I questions? want to end this. No. Does anyone like, know what female names of dick pics are? Because I, I know why. Clam shots. Are. Clam cam. Clam cam, that's what it is. I yeah. just want like Snapshots. links to all the documentaries and stuff you've talked about today. Right. Yeah. Clip pics. Information. Yeah. yeah, you can also, uh, we can also probably put them on our Facebook page for our uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Upload it to the shooters. Yeah, I can email them to you. It's away with you. This is no. the part that I find interesting about our podcast. A clip? Is that we literally talked about like, you know, sexual you know, body parts. I don't think one time in this entire to- uh, podcast we talked about, like, the anus. Is that's not a primary Isn't it, though? Like, no. no. You don't no. need your butt the, to have a baby. No. The primary function no, of your like, anus is to hold and then release I, so that James you can shit. Me. I think I know what he's referring he's to. He's like, talking the, about... The, the, yes, you can shove a dick in... Oh, the prostate. The prostate. Okay, yes, but the prostate is not... Important. A sex organ. But the prostate is also not the anus. We never specified yeah. in the video the that we were just talking about like. She mentioned it before. I don't know if I don't know if we did. We ever say that it was specifically respiratory. I stopped myself because I knew that wasn't the right word. I breathe through my vagina. It's all right. So what? What's the question? He was just he was just pointing out that we were talking about like. Kate Curtis back. Like female <laughs> orgasm stuff, but we never actually touched on like prostate orgasms. Yeah. Well, if was, you touch the prostate, you orgasm. Touch right. Them. That's what he was talking about. But we didn't. We, <laughs> didn't, we, didn't, we didn't bring that up. I've all. taken a lot of shots. I will say that uh, Dr. Beale was talking about a male friend of hers who <laughs> kind of discovered his prostate, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my second dick." 
My second, my second, my second dick. dick. I mean, it, it operates in that fashion. Yeah. It's kind of like the male clitoris. Well, I just thought kind it was of. weird that we got mm. through this whole like topic and not this even whole... like somewhere <laughs> on Reddit. There's apparently a story about a guy who had a um, what is it? The doctor visit where they stick Cross- their fingers. Cross- 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 I was really dumb. Where they I can't shove their finger, yeah, or they has... get it right there and they say, "Turn your head and cough." Yeah, yeah. Can... he had the checking for. He had the visit mm-hmm. and then discovered that he enjoyed it a little too much. Same and is trying to convince his girlfriend to be into him, but his girlfriend it. isn't, so he's trying to find ways to simulate it himself. It's like they put this whole very long Reddit post about it. There are probably toys for that. I'm sure there, there are. are. There are toys for that. Oh my god, the chorus that just went on in this room. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed and disappointed at the same time to all of you. Why are you disappointed? All right, we need to get to the toast, everybody. Mm. All right, Curtis, what would you like to make a toast to? Um, I want to make a toast to Queefs. To Queefs! To Queefs! I fucking called it. To that keyword, Queefs. I'm sorry. Jen, what would you like to make a toast to? To my ongoing campaign to convince Mason to adopt a dog. To dogs. to dogs! No! To dogs! To little baby Rottweilers. I love oh. Rottweilers. Alright, Mason, what would you like to make a toast to? I'd like to, to toast Hannah for not only doing this, but also making me less afraid of knowing more about myself and wanting to know more about this topic. Woo! To Hannah! To Hannah! To my lovely, lovely... To Hannah, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Alright, Chelsea, would you like to make a toast to? I'm gonna make a toast to puppies, too, because I love them. To Poopers! Gulliver! and all the dogs. <laughs> Jake, what would you like to make a toast I'd to? I'd like to toast all of you for having me on tonight. Us! To us! And to Jake for being on with us tonight. To State Farm. To State Farm. Sponsor us, please. And Khaki. I'm sorry your name's Jake. That was me. I mean, he could go by I'm sorry your Jake is my actual name. Yeah, I've only known you as Jake, so... Alright, DJ, what would you like to make a toast to? Honestly, just the people that, like, find their, uh, sexual <sighs> adventures and go with it. To in people trees. who find their sexual adventures. People who find to their be, kinks. To go being with sexually it. adventurous. Yes. Robert, what would you like to make a toast to? Well, not me too. considering Mason took my toast, I haven't had time to think of one yet. Sorry, man. So. To Mason. No. <laughs> I'm not toasting him. Toast Jim. Toast. toast Toast his girl. Yeah. To, que- to Queen's yeah. Jim. To Hannah. To yeah. Hannah. Double yeah. toast. Alright, and Hannah, who would Just you like to make? Or what would you like to make? The vagina? Surviving this semester. Hey, <laughs> surviving this semester. I know the feels. I'm on the other side of the desk. Sucks. Alan. Um. To cats. To birds. Burbs. To birds. To birds. Hello. To pets. All right. For my toast, I would like to toast Dr. Beale. Yeah. For inspiring this lovely lady to to where we could have her on the show. I'm very glad you took that class because this has been a blast. Oh, I love it. And also, thank you to everyone here. This has actually gone really smoothly. So, considering, considering what we Dr. I only yelled once, so I think we're doing good. Alright, and to our audience, here's to you. Cheers! Cheers, motherfuckers! Cheers. Now follow us! 
Follow us on Instagram at designated driver pod. Follow us on Twitter at ddpodnox. Email us at designated driver pod at gmail.com. And also, our theme song is Blood Alcohol by We Assure Dedicated. And we'll catch you next time. A is for alcohol and B is for the burning embers of my soul. Exaculated, premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you show. And C is for the cold stare I give you. Why did you look at him like that? What? I want to talk about female ejaculation and <laughs> orgasm as she turns to her boyfriend. <laughs>